This conference is being recorded. Welcome everyone to the July 15th, 2009 Dream the Biggest Dream teleconference. Tonight, lessons from the front line and our topic is your energy makes all the difference. So uh, some of you are new to the call and basically lessons from the front line is directly related to what I've learned in the last week or two. Uh, we've been doing, I've been doing these calls for about the last five years with a year and a half uh, break in there as I was um, going through some transitions of my own. And uh, tonight's call comes from the week that I spent in Arizona last week. Uh, we did the call from Arizona last week, and the title of last week's call, or cl close proximity of the title, was all about playtime and having fun. And I spent uh, three days last week with my daughter, who is um, away for the summer, and uh, we had an incredible time. One of the things that I was afforded the opportunity of when I go to Arizona from California is uh, the time to really think and process things during, uh, during the drive. Um, those of you that have driven back and forth from uh, Arizona, California, um, particularly on the 10, um, basically you could close your eyes and set your cruise control and you don't have anything to worry about for hours and hours. Um, when I was driving back on Sunday, I was thinking about my trip and my experience and um, I started thinking about the energy that we carry um, and, and how that really works in our interactions. <clears throat> and I thought about all sorts of situations that I had encountered during my week away. And uh, for whatever reason, I, I um, you know, started processing um, what those interactions met, meant. And the question that I asked myself was, did I take each and every opportunity that I had to transfer positive energy to raise people's energy level um, while focusing on my own? And, and so immediately I thought of my daughter Maya and uh, the three days I spent with her. and. Um, you know, I, I, she had been away for about three weeks or so, and I had missed her so much that, that we didn't miss an opportunity to uh, share the tremendous love we have for each other, to express um, the, the huge gratitude uh, that we have for our experience together. And let me tell you, this is an eight-year-old, eight-and-a-half-year-old child hardly a child, an old soul, um, but currently in a child's body. And, um, and that was awesome. And uh, so I was like, all right, this is good. I, 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 I seem to be in control of my energy. But lo and behold, I did a little more soul searching um, from my experiences and, and how my interactions were, and I started to realize something. When I met up with people in Phoenix and when I met up with people in Sedona, uh, I quite often found myself 
no, this is going to be hard to believe, complaining about the heat. And so while I was driving, I, I asked myself, you know, what, what exactly did I think I was doing complaining to people that are in the same heat that I was in? Um, you know, what, what exactly was I trying to accomplish with that? Now, this was sort of a default setting for me. I did not go through a conscious thought process of I'm going to complain about the heat to people. But um, you know, I've been out of Arizona for about a year and a half, and the heat did hit me in you know, ways that I didn't remember. Um, and so what I, the conclusions I came to in this processing of, of you know, where I was coming from was that I was connecting with people or appealing to people on what was near to be the lowest common denominator. And that's not normally what I do. And so this was kind of the surprise of my trip was that um, you know, normally I'm, I'm very conscious and aware of my interactions and, and I'm very focused on energizing people, on giving people energy. But in my lack of focus um, or you know, not complete awareness, what I realized I was doing was really de-energizing people. And so in the uh, email that went out about this call, the question was energizing, de-energizing, or something in the middle? What does your moment-to-moment -moment energy, what, what effect does your moment-to-moment -moment energy have on you and those around you? And um, I thought it was perfect for the call because I'm not, I mean, I'm not often caught off guard um, several days later by, by you know, what, um, where I'm coming from. Um, I can be caught off guard and then several hours later be like, wow, okay, I need to adjust that and work with that. So I started thinking about um, that, that maybe all along in my life when I think that I'm energizing people, energizing a situation, um, that, that maybe that's not always right. Because if you had asked me before I took the time to process my experience last week while I was driving, did I give off a lot of good energy in Arizona, I would have said, oh, yeah, of course I did. Um, and I probably would have answered it that fast without truly thinking about it. So it brought to light um, how we interact with people and, and to you know, really focus our our minds on, on how that works and to see what we're accomplishing. And this whole concept of appealing to the lowest common denominator um, started to hit home a little bit with me. And I was like, you know, I, I, I may have been in a place where I thought that would be the most acceptable response. That is the response complaining about the heat that everyone could sort of tap into. But how I live my life consciously and, and when I'm aware is to search for the highest common denominator and if it's not even a common denominator to take people to make it the highest common denominator. And um, I've got some quotes today that
that kind of go along with that. And let me, there was one that I wanted to open with. And this one is from um, uh, Eckhart Tolle. And it is, your mind is an instrument, a tool. It is there to be used for a specific task. And when that task is completed, you lay it down. As it is, I would say about 80 to 90% of most people's thinking is not only repetitive and useless, but because of its dysfunctional and often negative nature, much of it is also harmful. Observe your mind and you will find this to be true. It causes a serious leakage of vital energy. So this became a fascinating quote for me to work with um, after I get back to California because instead of energizing people and putting energy out that way and having it re-energize me in you know, what, what I refer to as an energy loop, what I was doing was creating a leakage of vital energy from myself and from the people that I was with. Um, my, that perspective of complaining about the heat was really creating a victim mentality for everyone I came into contact with. Okay? And that victim mentality was, we're the victim of this you know, extreme Arizona heat. And that's, that's not at all what I uh, intend to do or, or you know, want to do with my interactions. Uh, these other quotes start to tap into um, how it really works. There's a Ralph Lauren quote, and I don't think we've ever quoted Ralph Lauren in these calls, but his quote is, a leader has the vision and conviction that a dream can be achieved. He inspires the power and energy to get it done. And so, you know, it's one of the things about this call is I, I really do share exactly what goes on with me. It's, it's interesting to me that week in and week out, day in and day out, and as often as I can, moment to moment, I'm focused on dream. I'm focused on dream the biggest dream, which is all about empowering people and sharing and, and um, infusing an energy and creating these positive energy loops. And so um, that, was, uh, that was interesting to me that, that you know, there are times, even for me as I'm consciously living this so often, that I'm just missing it ever so slightly. Napoleon Hill says, all the breaks you need in life wait within your imagination. Imagination is the workshop of your mind, capable of turning mind energy into accomplishment and wealth. I've been reading quite a bit from Napoleon Hill recently, and uh, I really love this quote because it's putting it right back square on each of us. All the breaks you need in life are waiting within your imagination. You are responsible. You have, I find myself telling uh, people this all the time, and it's always on the um, call announcements, is you have everything you need to live the life of your dreams right now. 
Um, just to reiterate this, imagination is the workshop of your mind capable of turning mind energy into accomplishment and wealth. Okay? It's, again, it's, it's swirling around in our minds and it's up to us to you know, really stick with it. Benjamin Franklin said, energy and persistence alter all things. So energy, which we all have, persistence, which is just not letting up, not backing down. So it's taking and focusing our energy and not, not letting up to alter whatever it is we want. Aristotle has a fabulous quote, the energy of the mind is the essence of life. And so you can see by tonight's topic, um, really got me excited because it's like I'm wanting to be more focused on how the energy of my mind is made manifest outside of me. And what I'm most interested in is not fooling myself about how all of this works. And that's part of processing your experiences and taking the opportunity like I did to say, gee, you know, how was my energy this week? How was my interaction this week? And then being possibly not, I don't want to say brutally honest because I don't believe in that concept, but being, you know, very honest to the core of who you are. And it's not brutal one way or the other because we are here to grow, um, evolve, and learn. And we do that by processing what our experiences are and then kind of holding it up to the bar of who we want to be, of who we choose to be, and see if, if, it, if it goes hand in hand. Anthony Robbins, who um, we've quoted a lot in these calls over the years, says, the higher your energy level, the more efficient your body. The more efficient your body, the better you feel, and the more you will use your talent to produce outstanding results. And I love this quote because it, it then created another question for me. And that was, how am I using my energy? How am I using my talent? And am I, am I using it at its, you know, at sort of like my peak performance to get outstanding results? Um, you know, and the answer was, at times, most definitely, and at other times, certainly not. And so it, again, um, gets you focused on, you know, what can you do to use your energy more productively? What can you do as a being in this realm that we get to play here in this reality here on earth, what can we do to step it up a notch and then another notch and then another notch? Norman Vincent Peale said, the more you lose yourself in something bigger than yourself, the more energy you have. And this, this really hits home because I realized that when my goals are lofty, when my attention is focused on the biggest things about life. For me, that is um, the search through living and through processing of what my existence is truly about.
And so the more you lose yourself in something bigger than yourself, the more energy you will have. And I realize um, when I'm consistent with the dream, the biggest dream calls, when I'm out there doing my um, energy work and workshops, when I'm doing my one-on-one work with people, um, which I consider everything I just said to be bigger than me. I'm, I, I, I feel it, I'm, I, and I have more energy, and I'm certainly in those times, in those moments, feeling much more in the flow of life. Oh, this is a great one. Brian Tracy, who's a motivational speaker, just as your car runs more smoothly and requires less energy to go faster and farther when the wheels are in perfect alignment, you perform better when your thoughts, feelings, emotions, goals, and values are in balance. I'm a firm believer that when things aren't going right, with my truck, (laughs) or just in my day-to-day existence, that something needs to be fine-tuned, that something is a little bit off. And that's the time that I find a quiet space and do my interpersonal work of processing and, and really setting my ego aside and checking in with the true me to see, you know, what's really up um, and, and what's going on with me. This is great. <clears throat> William James, and I'm not sure who he is, his quote, most people never run far enough on their first wind to find out they've got a second. Give your dreams all you've got, and you'll be amazed at the energy that comes out of you. Well, this quote right here is, is just perfect for the dream, the biggest dream call, because what we talk about, the 21-day conscious creation program, 21 Days to Change, which is available on the website, I'll give you the URL in a little bit, is all about identifying what your biggest dream is. Now, I've got people that I work with that their biggest dream is twenty, twenty-five, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 a month. I've got other people that I work with that their biggest dream is to be happy, to be at peace in their life, to be feeling and giving from a place of unconditional love at all times. It doesn't really have anything to do with money. It doesn't have anything to do with what can be acquired from the outside world. It, it, it's the, the dream, the biggest dream is across the board. And, and one person's dreams, you know, it, it's not even about comparing them to someone else's dreams. But what matters is that, as William James said, you give your dreams all you've got and you'll be amazed at the energy that comes out of you. And here's the thing. If you don't take the opportunity to identify what your biggest dream is, And when I say that, I mean like when you go into a brainstorming session, it's like you write everything down, you don't discount anything, everything goes out there. Well, when you go to brainstorm what your biggest dreams are, how you want the snapshot of your life to look in two years, in one year, in three years, in five years, whatever it is, don't hold back. Allow yourself 
to dream without any obstacles in your way. The, uh, the quote I love that's on a huge, not a huge, but a heavy chunk of metal on my desk says, what would you attempt to do if you knew you could not fail? What would your biggest dream be for your life if you could have anything that you focused your mind on? And that's, that's what to ask, and that's what to you know, start your day out with in the morning and, and to, to energize in your life. Oprah Winfrey uh, says, passion is energy. Feel the power that comes from focusing on what excites you. I will tell you right now, whatever is happening leading up to 2012 and well beyond for all of us, it is going to get exceedingly difficult for you to do work, for you to live a life that doesn't excite you. Okay? It will get more and more difficult to do what you are not passionate about. So my suggestion is identify now what you are passionate about. Identify what your bliss is, what gets you going, and start coming up with a plan or allow, or allow the universe to present you a plan on how that can happen for you. This is, this is really a big thing. I had a meeting with someone the other day while I was in Phoenix. Uh, and get this, we had a meeting in a pool. <laughs> i got to love that, how, how Arizona is that. Um, and uh, we were talking about 2012. I'm just diverting a little bit since I brought it up. But um, he, he said some really interesting stuff. He had, he had um, spoken to uh, someone recently whose whole thing is all about 2012. And this person said to him that by February of 2011, there will be 50 million people that will know, and when I say no, I don't mean cerebral, you know, from the brain they will know, but from the heart, they will know that they are the creators of their own experience. They will know that they are the creators of their life experience, of their universe. 15 million people. And it will create, it will be the hundredth monkey effect. Okay? And that will be enough to shift everything for all of us. So what can you do between now and February 2011? You can become one of those 50 million people with us. You can focus your energy and play the game. I find myself saying this all the time to people, you know, let go of all your stuff and play the game with me with reality and watch and see how you are the creator of your experience. And how do you do that? You process who you are, how you live, what's going on with you, what your thoughts are, and you keep digging in and digging in as you, on the other hand, are actively living and being a participant in what's happening in the evolution of humanity. Sounds big, doesn't it? But really, it just boils down to you, to you, to you, to me, in our own spaces, 
getting to know what's really going on, setting all the projections aside, setting all the stuff aside, and saying, is who I am right now, is this who I really want to be? How I acted right now, is this how I really want to act? Is this how I want to be known? Is this who I really am? And if it's not, you are the only one that can go about changing that. This is a good one from Mary Hayes Greco. Again, I don't know who this person is, but it's a fabulous quote. See where your own energy wants to go, not where you think it should go. Do something because it feels right, not because it makes sense. Follow the spiritual impulse. And, you know, this is so fabulous because it's saying, you know, don't do stuff because your brain is telling you to do stuff. Get such a strong connection with your heart, with your emotional body, with your intuition, that you will always know what you should do because it feels right. And the statement from her, follow your spiritual impulse. Okay, I think we've done enough with our brains, um, enough with our minds, and now it's about the knowing from the core of our being, the knowing from our heart center that's going to guide us where we need to go as one people on this beautiful planet of ours. I had the opportunity earlier today to watch the takeoff of the shuttle Endeavor, and I have to tell you, it stirred up so much beautiful emotion in me watching this shuttle um, with the, the rockets and everything. Just, I mean, the energy and the force and everything of this uh, was incredible. But we have that on a scale that's a little bit different. Each of us in our lives, in our minds, in our hearts, in the core of who we are, is exactly like those rockets that took the shuttle up into space this afternoon. And, and it's, it's, it's a, an incredible energy that we have, and it's the purity of that energy. And here's the thing, purity of intent. So, you know, if there are questions you want to ask yourself, one of the questions may be is what is the purity of my intent right now? Did I do that out of unconditional love, or did that come from some other place, like, say, fear or something like that? Dennis Waitley says, goals provide the energy source that powers our lives. One of the best ways we can get the most from the energy we have is to focus it. That is what goals can do for us, concentrate our energy. And that's, I mean, here we are, right back at the foundation beliefs of dream the biggest dream. You cannot achieve and accomplish what will truly, what you truly want in your life if you don't take the time to focus on it. And we call them uh, visualizations. We call them goals. Um, it's it's uh, like um, one of my uh, favorite musical groups, uh, the shamans say, Energy flows where attention goes. So I ask you to ask yourself, where is your attention? 
Where is your attention? Not right now as we're on this phone call with kindred spirits on the line, all focusing on, on growing, evolving, and learning, and bettering ourselves, and unconditional love for all. No. Where is, where is it for you when you're driving? Where is it for you when you're in traffic? Where is it for you when you're at your job? And these are the things to ask yourself. And if the answers don't make you feel all warm and fuzzy inside, keep digging and keep asking yourself what it will take to get yourself to that place that you feel good about what you're doing. What goals do you need to incorporate into your life to, to make your life what you truly want it to be? And I believe, I honestly believe that each and every one of us is here to help this process of the evolution of humanity. And so, I don't believe that anyone on the call tonight thinks this way, but I know that there are people out there that are not quite in an awareness or a consciousness where they believe that because they're, they're maybe stuck in a rut. Um, maybe they've created so much distraction in their life, they're missing what their life is truly about. I also know that every single person on this planet, every single being on this planet, from my house right here to death row, to, to the, the inner cities, to the rural areas, to other countries, everywhere. Every single person on this planet is doing the best that they can with the tools they have available. Know that and believe that. And from that comes compassion for all beings. And from that comes unconditional love. And from that we create the world that we truly want to live in, that we will be very pleased to leave to our children and our children's children and to their children. So, whew. let's see if there's one more quote, and then we'll go ahead and open up the lines. I do have a Zig Ziglar quote. Love Zig Ziglar. I don't care how much power, brilliance, or energy you have. If you don't harness it and focus it on a specific target and hold it there, you're never going to accomplish as much as your ability warrants. It's not saying to be a, a failure or anything like that, but it's this concept of being at your peak performance, being at the top of your game being in the universal flow of what our life experience is about. And my friends, that is how energy works and how energy can make a difference on a moment-to-moment -moment basis for each of us in our lives. And you know, take a look at how you interact with your parents, with your children, with your other family members, with the people you work with with the people you see driving a little wacky on the roads. <laughs> what is your initial response? And if you can focus your energy and have your initial response come from a place of compassion and unconditional love, you have really accomplished something. So 
At this point, there's two URLs I want to give you right now. The first is for the uh, 21 Days to Change, the Conscious Creation Program. You're on the call tonight. You get this for free. You can find it at www.dreamthebiggestdream.com forward slash free, all lowercase. And uh, it's a 21-day experiential workbook. Um, it's not a book. There's a couple pages to read and then some examples of what needs to be done. And uh, you block off a half hour each morning and a half hour each night to write and process. And I refer to this as a comfortable structure to assist you in creating the life of your dreams. So please take advantage of that and work it. Really work it. Uh, I got a, uh, some information today about the total solar eclipse that's happening. Actually, um, California and Arizona time, it's happening at 7.35 p.m. on July 21st. Uh, I was supposed to be at that eclipse this year. It would have been my sixth eclipse. Um, from 1994. I'm not going to be able to make it. But I have a um, short download. It's a page and a half or two pages of a nice ritual, she describes it, of what you can do on that day at 7.35 p.m. And how beautiful is it that it is what is that, next Tuesday? Yeah, it's next Tuesday. It's, most of us don't work at 7.35 p.m., so we will be available to do this ritual. And I will tell you that this ritual sounds incredible. So I wanted to make that available to you. It is located at, the, the download is located at, again, dreamthebiggestdream.com forward slash eclipse, E-C-L-I, P-S-E. And uh, that's all lowercase. And please join me in this ritual. This is, um, this is described. I just had that sheet in front of me. You know, I'm pacing again. I lay things down all over the place. This is described as the second of three portal eclipses that's going to take place. And I imagine the third is the eclipse on Easter Island uh, or that's viewable from Easter Island next year. And there is a group of us going. And if you're interested, please contact me for more information about that because we'd like to pull together some really amazing energies for that. All right. I'm going to go ahead and unmute the line. And this is an opportunity for feedback and information and any transference of energy from you that serves all of us. And now you're unmuted. The, the uncomfortable sound of silence. The Who is that? Pause. I know. Then, Mark. Eclipse. Hey, how are you? Man, I am so wonderful. I could just spin and twirl five foot off the ground for about three days. <laughs> Folks, Zen is the one that I had the meeting, and I'm doing quotations with my hand, <laughs> at the pool in, um, in Phoenix last week, um, in between rides down the slide and uh, inner tubes on the lazy river. <laughs> we were at a water park. Um, and I, I hope... Throwing. <laughs> right. I, exactly. That's being in the flow, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, Zen, I, I imagine you want to say something, but did I do justice to what you said? 
I want to say nothing. <laughs> I love you, Zen. <laughs> I love you too, Mark. Um, Zen, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to pause and listen for a moment as you speak. Well, Zen has been um, a guest on the call in the last year, and um, I would love to have you as a guest on the call here in the next couple few weeks if you are um, available. I was a absolutely as, um, as God, I had a word in my head and it just absolutely jumped out of the top of my head just now. Um, Please use that diaphragm. <laughs> I was absolutely engaged by your energy and um, the information that you shared with me and what you're involved in and um, how your energy is directly assisting all of us. All of our energies are directly assisting each one of us. And I, I have to say first, I had so much energy flowing through me from you that I had to trim my dwarf palm in the backyard. <laughs> you know, it sounds a little dirty, but okay. <laughs> well, uh, I suppose you had to be there. Um, the number that you mentioned earlier, the 50 million, I'd like to clarify that just a little in that, yes, that's the, according to the mathematician that's done the equation out of 6.5 billion people on the earth, 50 million is the critical mass number. Now, whether we get there or not is really moot because the Earth itself is moving through space and, and through, and I explained this on the call that we had earlier, was that, and I'll, I'll try and keep it short, um, as we're moving through space, everybody knows we're in the photon belt now. Well, that's a higher vibratory rate. We're going to move even further, and according to the cycles of time of the Mayan calendar, they get exponentially smaller. Hence, the February 2012 or 2011, uh, and this is according to Ian Lungold's work, and it's verified in others, is that we move into the final cycle, which is conscious co-creation. Now, that simply means on a universal consciousness level, we create what we think and feel. Period. Boom. The end. So the, I love it. <laughs> well, here's our challenge. The systems that, we, that came through the cycle of power that are now falling because of the cycle of ethics that we are in, because they're not built on love, it is now our responsibility to step in our divine selves, which we know exist. Be quiet, listen, as you were talking earlier, and allow that divine blueprint that is our soul to fully engage our body. And so every moment is now. <laughs> That's a new ordered world. Not a new world order. <laughs> <laughs> now, Zen, let me ask you something. Would you be um, open to being a guest on our call possibly as early as next week? 
Next week I cannot because I'm picking my beloved up from the airport. She's in Europe right now, and I'm really longing for her presence. The, her absence has allowed me, though, to become so quiet that you and I had our discussion in the pool. <laughs> okay. Okay. As opposed, I can appreciate uh, that. I don't want to get in the way of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's funny, you know, as a transformational life coach, I've been um, dodging my own words. And so part of the living that is recently occurring. I've, uh, you know, cut my hair, I shaved my beard finally. Uh, I, I only could get down to a goatee, and then I came to realize, you know, that's my parry and thrust. <laughs> What's that? Well, the parry and thrust is when you see yourself in somebody else and you want to deny it, so you, in a place of however peaceful you can appear on the outside, you thrust back at them as if it wasn't your stuff. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Because when we're confronted, oftentimes we want to confront. That's not the energy. That's the place where we really want to listen. Because if we live by the precepts that were ordained, you know, so many thousands of years ago, and the Mayans have the perfect phrase for it in Lakech, which means I am another you. And as a divine being, you know, when we recognize each other as God, well... I'm another you. So sometimes you speak me, sometimes I speak you, sometimes we speak each other, sometimes we just dance. <laughs> I love it. And I love the way you talk about these things then and really captures my imagination. Now let me ask you, are you available the week after? I will put it on my calendar. Great. I wanted to leave everyone tonight with uh, the, the teaser of a uh, more Zen-centered call um, in the near future. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that you were on the call uh, tonight with us. And um, we will, uh, I'll, I'll be in touch with you in the next few days or next week, and we'll get um, a uh, focused um, topic together uh, for that call two weeks from today. Sweet. Excellent. Thank you so much. Uh, you are absolutely welcome. I am uh, honored to uh, know you. <laughs> By the way, everyone, Zen's um, thing Anyway, what Zen does is called Be the Dream. And so we were ever so naturally brought together by um, my very good friend Judy in Sedona. And I think um, from that, Zen and I both realized that uh, there's a big uh, connection here with us. Be the dream and dream the biggest dream and be the biggest dream. <laughs> and uh, I'm really loving all of it. So um, we'll, we'll look forward to uh, an entire call with you um, two weeks from today. That'd be sweet. What I'd like to do also is um, let everybody know that if you go to my website and you can Google Transformational Life Coach, look for Be the Dream. It'll be near the top on Google. Um, sign up 
for the newsletter, and you'll get a couple of free things in the process, a little book on creating serendipity that fits right into Mark's work, and a PowerPoint show on how to use social media to brand yourself and enter the market for virtually free. And today, that's a good thing. Nice. So if anyone uh, can find Zen site, go ahead and um, contact me on Facebook or through DreamTheBiggestDream.com, and uh, we will put you. I will put you in touch with him. Now, before we close out tonight's call, is there anyone else that wants to chime in on anything in particular? It was awesome again. <laughs> Thank you. I'm trying to absorb all the knowledge that everybody shares. <laughs> That's Julie in Omaha. Go ahead. <laughs> Getting little bits and pieces every day. <laughs> Julie's heading out to California tomorrow for um, eight or nine days or something like that. So um, we wish you safe travels and uh, looking forward to seeing you. It will be great. So uh, actually, Julie will be on the call next week, but she'll be on the call from the Dream the Biggest Dream headquarters in Southern California. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Anybody else? Anything tonight before we close out? I want to say thank you to everyone for being here. Uh, thank you, Zen. You were uh, the surprise of the night. Thank you, Susan, for the fun conversation that happens before 6.30. So anyone that wants to get on the call early next week can be there for that. We had some new people on the call tonight. And um, it, just, uh, it just really validates my perspective of the true beauty of all of humanity and all that is in our universe to have us meet together here on Wednesday nights. Please let your friends know about this call. You know, let's keep raising the energy. Let's keep connecting at the highest possible denominator. I have nothing but unconditional love for all of you. Thank you so much for being an integral part of my experience. Have a great week. Tap into the purity of your intent and just keep taking it higher and taking it higher. Lots of love, everyone, and we'll be back next week on Wednesday. Take care. Thanks. Namaste. Namaste.